Welcome back to another week of Columbus Cast, everyone. Yeah, thanks for joining. Here we are, episode four. Going with our theme of uh, introducing our podcast, we are going to request your following on social media presence. We have right, yeah. a Twitter. It's at Cast Columbus. We retweet a lot of articles throughout the week. So if you're like the majority of Americans who get their news through Twitter, that's going to be a great resource for you. If you're more of a visual person, you can follow us on Instagram. That's at ColumbusCast. We're really excited. We're almost up to 100 followers. And once we hit that magic number, then we'll get to know more about you. So thanks to Instagram's algorithm. So if you listen to our podcast, but you're not following us on Instagram yet, or if you like don't have an Instagram, maybe like make one so that you can follow us on Instagram. Yeah, if you want to make like a There's fake like Instagram account, one particular listener that I'm that I have in mind, I'm thinking of. But uh, yeah, so check us out on our social media. If you have feedback for us, or you have some ideas or thoughts, and you don't want to do the the social media stuff, go ahead and email us. It's columbuscast at gmail.com. So, I mean, if you'd rather slide into our DMs, feel free. Yeah, we're open to, you know, reach out. Hit us up. And then if you're listening on a weekly, well, regular basis, we'll just say regular. Yeah. We're getting, I think we're getting to weekly. Like it, this week we're recording on Wednesday. It's June 12th. But by the time you hear this, it will be one week since we released our last podcast. So we're getting there. But if you'd like to subscribe, so that way if we get off of our podcasting schedule and you can kind of just see when we post a new podcast, yeah. that'd be the easiest way to do it if you're not following us on social media. So definitely subscribe, leave a review, rate us, and uh, tell your friends. Yeah. Tell your friends, tell your parents, tell your roommates. Tell everyone. Tell your bartender. <laughs> tell the girls in the line at the bathroom. Yeah. The, there's always, you know, there's always a line for the bathroom. Like, just use it to your advantage. Just really, you know, people are waiting, so you got to give them some information while they're there. I have no experience doing this. Okay, Julia, how uh, how was your week? My week was good. My roommate from college was in town, so we went to Forno, you know, the typical white girl yeah, well, spot. Yeah, but, I mean, everyone can enjoy it. It's, it's, it's okay. It's true. Everyone can enjoy not gonna, it, but, like, not gonna lie. you definitely see a lot of tables of uh, yeah, it's the, the typical 21st birthdays college celebration. Right. But it is great, and their happy hour deal is probably the best in Columbus. So if you haven't checked out Forno, do it during happy hour because pretty much everything on the menu seems to be half off. All their, like, starters, all their bar snacks. That's awesome. Pizza and their drinks are really good too, and they do half off drinks, so it's none of that like one dollar off craft cocktails that yeah. are already sixteen dollars. That's how they get you. It's great. Me and my roommate, we got four dishes and two drinks each, and our total bill was forty bucks. So that's not bad. That's a good deal. Okay, yeah. noted. Check out for no happy hour. How was your weekend? Um, so I went to the art festival awesome. downtown, which was super awesome. And I think last week we talked about you wanting there to be like a local column, like just local artist corner. And I think that there actually was. Yeah. It was down near, um, yeah. Br- like going to Franklin Tindor's Brewdog. Yeah. And it was specific. It was very like dedicated and intentional for like, this is the Columbus people. Yeah. I saw that. I actually bought some art, um, there, but unfortunately it wasn't from a Columbus artist, but it still was great regardless. Lots of great artists, lots of great music, good culture everything happening i feel like i will have made it when i can buy when you can buy like the big pieces or when i can just buy art in general but like my room is too small right now and i'm just really not at a point in my life where i need to start collecting art i'm at a point in my life where i need to like i don't know you need to transition from posters with um posters of with urban myers face on them julia (laughs) that's 
staying in my home forever one other thing that i was able to check out because i was downtown was smart columbus so shout out to you guys um i talked to a few women who worked there and they were super awesome they had tons of information which we may share with you later on so stay tuned yeah let's Let's get into this show. We're going to start off with some more crazy weather because, you know, Ohio has the craziest weather. Ohio has the craziest weather. No, nowhere no... else in the world has weather like Ohio. Seasons do not exist anywhere but Ohio. Anyway, without so, further ado. Um, there was an earthquake in Cleveland. Yeah. Monday. Right. Crazy. It was... I got... I got information about it from so many sources. Like Julia texted me and I was like, there was an earthquake. And, and then I got like a work notification, like, is everyone okay? There was an earthquake. And then, you know, we had a, like a communication, like, oh, we got to send a message to everyone. It was, it was crazy. Yeah. I, I wish we would have felt it. Cause like earthquakes are pretty cool. You wish I mean, like, that we felt they're it? They're very cool when they're like low key. Like the 2011 Virginia earthquake. Earthquake. <laughs> it was so small. It wasn't a quake. It was just a quake. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, so the 2011 earthquake was, it was just kind of like riding a roller coaster. I mean, because I was up in D.C., so I wasn't where the major, like, spot was. But yeah. it was interesting. So I was able to say, like, I, I was in an earthquake. I, I think everyone it. was okay, though, right? I don't know if there were any... I don't think there was any fatalities. Right. So... I mean, besides the Washington Monument getting that, like... No, no, no. I'm talking to... Crack. I'm talking about Cleveland. Oh, Cleveland? Yeah, no. That's, I mean... Ohio, Columbus, you know, yeah, bringing it back, bringing it back in, bring it back in. Yeah. Bringing it back. So yeah. There's our weather update. Okay. Oh, well, it's also, you know, it's sometimes it's, it's sunny and sometimes it rains. So that's the spring for you. It's crazy. <laughs> what else we got? So we'll get into sports. So, um, my new favorite man is Ryan day. Okay. I mean, urban Meyer will forever be my favorite. You already man, switched. But You're already in a, team he's, day. He's in his own category. He's got like a special place in my heart. That's forever Wait, there. okay, back up for a second. Is Ryan Day different than Coach Day from OSU? Ryan Day is Coach Day. Okay, we can cut this part out. Thank you. Basically, Ryan Day is the new head coach of Ohio State football for those, Laura. OH. He is a really good guy. And, I mean, he's a good coach. Probably he, you, like, know him personally or something. Do you, you know, I don't you have beers with him last week? home yet. Not like, yet. We'll she will. See. Just wait. Um, We'll see how this season goes. But basically, he's a huge mental health advocate. His dad actually committed suicide when he was nine years old. So he's really big on the whole mental health thing and making sure not just like the players and students at OSU are getting help, but he and his wife just gave $100,000 to Nationwide Children's Hospital for their new adolescent and pediatric mental health unit that they're building. That's, That's cool. huge. So um, that is very cool. Go Ryan Day. Way to support mental health. Yeah. And I feel like that also means, I mean, every coach is, of course, cognizant of the, the health of their players, mm-hmm. but I know that concussions and football is a big yeah. topic. So especially being such a, a big mental health advocate, I'm sure he'll be extra cautious in that space. Yeah, hopefully, especially after OSU football did have a suicide a couple years ago it's oh i didn't know that oh yeah very sad but um it's definitely a cause that hits very close to home and then another ohio state coach news this isn't sports this is just ohio state coaches and (laughs) former coaches julia take it away (laughs) urban meyer is gonna have a restaurant in our favorite area of dublin bridge park so once again we are moving a short north location to well we're not moving it we're copying it right copy and control c control v repeat into bridge parks that's going to be pint house which i like pint house that's a good 
it's a good staple yeah it's a you good know? spot and it's a good spot to just like take your parents if they're in town because it's never too it, at the right time. okay i was like oh i mean maybe not debatable like, you, you wouldn't like maybe not my parents like, but 1 a.m but like my dad would enjoy it like the big tall beers yeah, and the yeah good yeah, draft yeah. list so it's going to be called urban meyer's pint house um <laughs> so he's apparently good friends with corso and has been since he's moved back to columbus it's and kind urban of not Meyer surprising. loves forno that did not inspire my choice to That's go to That's why Forno Julia this went. Week. Julia stocks Urban Meyer. <laughs> I read this after the fact because um, I did not get his favorite dish, even though me and my friend got like four dishes. How I did do you not even get... know what his favorite dish is? Because I read the article. His favorite <laughs> dish is linguine and clams, which uh, I'm, I don't think I need to try that. Okay. I'm not a big clam person, but the new restaurant's going to replace Ram Brewery, which was open in the short north for a while, then closed, okay. and then, then opened up in Bridge Park. And is now closing, I think, this week. Urban Meyer's, like, new restaurant. It's going to have a private event space. A and It's going to be called the Southern and O Room to honor his oh my gosh. record against Michigan. And it'll have trophies and memorabilia I hope from that, Meyer's career. So basically be an Urban Meyer museum. I hope that every single M is, like, on the menus is, like, crossed out. Oh, yeah. You know they're going to do something They like better. That. It'll also, like, serve as a venue for fundraising events for Urban and Shelley Meyer's foundation. So... Yeah, coaches do good things. So that's my sport or my oh your high your very specific very niche wow. Uh, wow. sports update right there. If you're not an Ohio State fan and you're listening to this podcast, I'm confused because if you're confused, you're not the only one because I'm sitting here and I'm also confused. <laughs> okay, and then what um, else? The last last piece. Just keep going. You're on of, a uh, sports sports and balls, and you're on a yeah. roll. So just you so, know, uh, the crew is getting a new stadium in two years. So they got their wishes, save the crew. They did not move out of Columbus That's like we all thought. Kind and they of got awesome. their new stadium or they're going to get their new stadium in 2021. Right. So that is very cool. And then the whole team is on a break. Right. So this whole month. Cup and stuff. The Women's World Cup, they're doing good. They're, they're going. Doing good. Yeah. Um, I do have one tiny little tidbit that I'll add to the crew news. The crew opening goalkeeper for a while, his name was Zach Stefan. Stefan, I'm probably saying it wrong. He is leaving the crew. He's joining a different team. I think he's going to Germany. Um, so. I mean, if I could play soccer anywhere, you'd probably want to play it in Europe. Right. Yeah. So that's cool. And then so, we, um, Columbus has a women's soccer team. Right. Yeah. We, we, Julie and I both learned this the same day. And we were both like, hey, did you know that the Eagles are the Columbus women's soccer team? Yeah. So we'll definitely have to go check out that game because uh, women's soccer players, they're they're pretty badass. Yeah. They're awesome. I've heard that they're, I heard through my crew source, my crew source, I have a secret source that they, they're just a super well-organized team and they're, they're really good and fun to watch. So awesome. now that we know they exist, you do too. So you can go watch them too. Check them out. Yeah, They're really well-organized. So Kristen, if you're listening to this, apply for a job. <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. Construction update. So we're going to start out with confusion in Clintonville. So there is a famous sort of local pizza chain in Columbus called Harvest, and it started in Drummond Village, and it kind of like blew up from there. It's all over now. There's one in Bexley. There's one in Clintonville. There's one in Grandview. Yeah, it's all over, um, and I love it. It's it's yummy. I think that the original one is like the best, but kind of like ruined it that they opened all these other ones, but I'm but very happy to the see their business. I know. I'm very happy to see their business being successful, but there is another shop called harvest opening in clintonville oh yeah i've seen that it's like a block from harvest yes it's very close by it's right down the street but it's actually not another 
Harvest Pizza, it is a dispensary for medicinal marijuana hmm. called Harvest. Someone did not do a... So they didn't their do their market, market research. Yeah. They It's like they're right next to each other and... Or maybe that will be good market research because you have people who are confused and they just go confused and they just wander into either. I feel place. like that would go the other way around. Like you would buy weed first and then get confused and buy pizza. Like who, I don't know. who buys well, weed I by mean, accident and then like goes buys pizza lately? You know what I mean? Medical marijuana. So you know you got to have a yeah. So it, the deal with that is that it's not opened yet. Like they just built Harvest, but they're not going to open it until because like they're still figuring out yeah, regulation. Exactly. So so it's just built it's just sitting, and sitting there. there. So clearly someone's got a lot of money if you can afford to just pop up a store and not have it be making be money yet. But yeah, I don't know. What, um, do you, what do you think? What do you, uh, what's on your mind for Columbus construction? The thing I am most excited about that's not really going to be constructed, but it's reconstructed, I guess. Okay. So barrel, which is right, right by food hall uh-huh. and right by all the bars. All yes. bars you go to. It's like a smaller bar. Yeah. It's yeah. like a little dive bar. Right. So that is owned by the owner of Twos, which you didn't go to Ohio State, so you no, don't No, but like, I know the hype. Yeah. You you get the hype because the whole city gets the hype. But Twos is like super old bar at OSU, for those of you who don't know or it's didn't It still opens, yeah? No. It closed. So, That's what I thought. Yeah. It okay. closed last not last year, but the year before. Right. Um, but it was a really beloved bar. My first internship supervisor, her and her husband met there. Like, wow. it's, it's been around for a while. So okay, it was really cool. sad when it got like knocked down. Cause it was one of those few pieces that like stayed as the campus kind of changed. Uh-huh. So they opened up threes, which is further down high street. And it's pretty cool. I've been there once and they're, they have food there, which I need to try. Okay. Um, twos did not have food as far as I know. Okay. When you weren't going for food. (laughs) Noted. So anyway, he's, is going to rebrand barrel into fours. That's awesome. So he's going to kind of, um, knock down some walls add another bar. The chef that is currently at barrel, cause barrel does have some decent food. Yeah. I've heard, I've actually never been in there is going to stay. And then they're shot wheel is going to stay. I didn't know barrel had a shot wheel, but they apparently have a shot wheel mm. and that sounds kind of fun, but it closes like next week. So if you want to check that out, go before it closes, before it closes, before it comes fours. Yeah. They're hoping to have, um, fours open up mid July, but it is definitely going to be like really cool, especially since let's be real. A lot of the short North crowd is people coming from campus or people who have just graduated. So that's definitely going to be like a really homey spot for everybody. And then threes slash fours, the brand of that bar, they have a bus now because they are so far north. So they have a tiny little shuttle bus that you can like arrange to have pick you up so you don't have to Uber to the bar. Really? Yeah. So that's going to bring a lot of students like down to the short north. Like if you thought there was a lot of 21 year olds in the short north. I already had that happen where I'm like at the bar and I'm sitting there. And like a guy comes up to you and you're like, oh, like and whatever. Like, What's your major? This is, this was like, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, oh God, this was a story from like a couple months ago, but I was at, um, Pine House and I was with my friend and like a bunch of guys walking in suits. And you know, when you're at a bar and it's like late and a bunch of guys walking in suits, you're like, oh, they were at a wedding. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we, they come up to us and they start like talking to us and we're like, oh, like, were you at a wedding? And we're like, no, it was like a formal. a formal. And we're like, no, oh my God. 
go back to campus. Yeah, it was. It, it except was, there's no bars on campus anymore. Well, but so. I was like, why are you? Like, the short North is for, like, the way it works is, like, campus is for students and underage illegal drinkers. And then short North is for, like, young 20s, young professionals. And then Grandview is for, like, upper 20s, young professionals. And then you just branch yeah, out just, to, like slowly grow up you slowly go up to like you go worthington westerville dublin polaris you level up um level up um lewis center and then just like marysville you know like you just you just get further and further out the super suburbs just like all of that so but that's how it goes that's the pecking order but when four is open we'll go and we'll give you a tidal wave shot we'll let you know what we think in the theme of uh, divier bars, more bar news, I guess. Yeah. Um, they are going to, do you know where like Zeno's is? Yeah. Yeah. They are going to put a bar in the basement of Zeno's. Huh. It's going to be called Dick's Den and its goal is to Interesting. be divier than Zeno's. Remind me, Zeno's has food. Zeno's does have food, but it's already like a dive bar. So okay, I've never I, actually gone in. I've driven by, and like already from the outside, I can see like, hmm, not not for me. Yeah, it doesn't look like because it's kind of near like Catalina's. It's like over yeah, in that corner, like right? right? Okay, right the, down the OG Catalina's, not the new one. Dick's Den is going to be divier than Zeno's, and it's going to have like classic elements from dive bars, which I guess is old school decor. And then beers that the owner is calling shit your dad drank. So like bush. Stuff your dad would have. Yeah. Stuff your dad would drink. Like Miller Lite, High Life, that no, kind of stuff? No, no, not even that. Like, oh, not like, even. Like probably like hams and like. Oh, wow. Okay. PBR. Warm PBR. PBR warm PBR? I don't know. Cringe. So. Okay, cool. Well, it's going to be a dive bar. If that's your thing, then it's open for you. Well, soon. I have a um, kind of like adding on to last week's cast, how it kind of went in the direction of just columbus transportation and columbus public getting aroundness um i have an update on some construction that's happening so first of all i want to preface this by saying there's just like a lot of construction happening in like 670 in general like the other day i was going to hilliard from easton and it took me almost an hour because there were so many exits that were closed because of all the construction they were doing. And I was traveling at night, so, you know, they do construction mostly at the nighttime. Mm-hmm. But Cemetery Road was closed, as was... What's the one that's right past that? I don't go down uh, there too often. Cemetery was closed, and then the next one, the one before Marysville, was closed. I had to go, like, all the way around. It was very obnoxious. But I found this website called pavingtheway.org. So Paving the Way is a partnership with Morpsey, which is the Mid-Ohio Regional Planning Commission, if you don't know what that is, and then Columbus ODOT, Columbus Department of – Ohio Department of Transportation, and the Federal Highway Administration, FHWA. That's – Okay. Yeah, lots of acronyms, lots of things. But they basically, there's a ton of information about out there about different projects that are going on. So if you're, like, going and there's lots of traffic and you're like, why is this closed? And gives you lots of information about, like, why they're doing the project, how much money they're spending on it, and when it's going to be done. It's kind of interesting. Now you can be even more angry. You can be like, oh, they're spending so much money on this. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how I saw it. But, yeah, you can be angry if you want to. That's your prerogative. But there's here's a cool thing to be excited about. So this is actually not new news. This project started potentially, like, three years ago almost. But it's called the Columbus Smart Lane. A few other cities have them. I think the, one, the way that this Smart Lane is going to work is going to be a little bit different. They're constructing it. So let me, like, give you a very clear visual. It's going to run from 
It's a seven-mile stretch running on Interstate 670 between downtown and the airport. So that stretch of highway is where they're kind of like piloting the smart lane and they're building it right now. And it should be open pretty soon. Like they said summer 2019. So you know how construction is. It always goes over. But it is summer of 2019. So you should see it coming up soon. So what it essentially is, is traveling eastbound to better accommodate driver traffic and the difference in congestion. There's going to be a sign over top of the highway that will have like x's or like check marks kind of like i don't know if, any, if anyone's ever done like easy pass when you or go like through exactly kind of like an hiv lane but i don't think you're gonna at least for now it won't have requirements on who can travel in that lane it's just so they'll open their left hand shoulder during rush hour traffic um and then they're also planning on using it if there is like congestion or if there's like an accident in a certain lane they'll put an x over whatever lane and it's like let's say there's like six lanes are open and the second lane there's a crash they can just close off the second lane so people can know to not travel in that lane during rush hour traffic to sort of like keep everything moving they also will have changing speed limits so it seems like from all of the samples that i can see now when they have all of the lanes open the speed limit might be like 45 miles an hour but when you know just three or four are opened um it will be 55 so that's the plan for right now you should start to see it soon when the construction finishes but if you want to check out more about it, you can just type in Columbus um, Smart, Smart Lane. Lane, and there's tons of information about it. So is it going to, like, switch directions, like, in the morning to accommodate morning rush hour so, and then, like, in the afternoon? So, no. From my understanding, I thought initially that there was going to be no median, and it was just going to go across the entire highway, which is how some Smart Lanes work. Yeah. And it's kind of confusing because when, like, one lane closes and everyone's like, shoot, I got to get out of this lane. But it seems like there's going to be a median in it. So it's just really opening up the shoulder is all it's doing. Oh, okay. And so they might they, – it won't switch directions. It, the one they did for, for this time will just be eastbound for the time being on I-670. But it could change in the future, like, depending on how it goes. Because they did a pilot for a year and they studied all the traffic. And mm-hmm. there's going to be really complex, like, there's going to be a control center. They have so many cameras set up to watch all of this traffic and monitor it, like, in live time. As long as I don't need an easy pass for it, I'm happy. I don't think you'll have to pay for it. That was part of the reason why they did it this way. They opened up the shoulder because it re- didn't require any construction to like build a new lane they're just utilizing like stuff that's already there like the shoulders wide enough for a car that's why it's like that like you know if an emergency vehicle has to go through or something like that's why the shoulder exists that's not again that's not like new news but it's something that i didn't know about until now so and it should be coming up somewhat soon in the next couple of months so if you drive that way and that's part of your commute then maybe that'll be good for you oh i have one other one um the dublin library is huge they had the ribbon cutting last week the new library is like twice the size of the old library it's 41 um 41,000 square feet and the new branch has a ready for kindergarten area to help preschoolers prepare for school there's like meeting rooms there's a designated quiet area there's even even a cafe that's in there i think it's really comparable to like the the columbus library downtown yeah except i think the parking at this one will be free whereas the parking downtown you have to pay for it's really it's cheap let's go to the north side branch because their parking is free yeah it's a little bit smaller and not as pretty but it does the job right and the building by the way if you haven't seen it it's very interesting but it's 
it's pretty. Yeah, if you're not taking advantage of the libraries. The libraries in Columbus are some of the top rated libraries in the nation. They're great. And even if you only like read on e-reader or like Even if you're not Kindle reading, even whatever. if you just want like a free date or like you just need like some space away from your roommates or something, just yeah. go to the library. They have like magazines. Did you know you can talk movies? in libraries now? It's like a thing. Oh, really? Yeah, you can go to the library and talk. They won't trust you. There's de- that's why there's designated quiet areas. Yeah. It's like not everyone can talk cool. in the library now. Well, I love the library. I'm never buying a book again. Yeah. Especially because I can like now I know how to rent on my Kindle. Yeah. Or like yeah, I guess it's use overdrive it renting a library book. Yeah. Yeah, overdrive. So take advantage of that. If you're listening to this and you don't have a library card, you can get one so easily and you don't even ever have to go to a library to like read take advantage of all the stuff that the library has to offer. Like lynda.com you can, you can use do that for through free your library. through the library. There's so much stuff. Yeah. If you, ever, if you ever need like a meeting space or you want to, you guys love us so much at the podcast and you want to have a podcast meetup, like we'll come meet you at the library. We've seen a podcast meetup at the library. Yeah. We'll do, I'll, I'll be there. soon. TBD. Okay. Let's get into uh, a section of this week's podcast called Nina West News. Yeah. <laughs> go, go for it. Slowly turning into a Nina West themed podcast. I mean, it's pride month, so I'll, I'll allow it. Yeah. And, um, the pride parade is this week. So I would say this is the perfect time. So Nina West is like local Columbus celebrity, but now turned national celebrity. Yeah. She just got the cover of the New Yorker. So that's really Congrats, awesome. Nina. We're proud of you. And then she has a street named after her. It's a really cute sign and everything. And then um, Nina West is just like super awesome. So she raises a ton of money for the city, like through her yeah. different drag shows, through different events, like right. a whole lot of money. And she pretty much exclusively gives to Central Ohio. Which is amazing. Foundation. So it's just really nice that like she wants to directly give back to the community she's a part of rather national organizations are great but like there's a real impact that can be made at a local level so go nina west speaking of nina west news there is some beer stuff we forgot to tell you guys about last week when we were talking about jenny's ice cream the dream puff flavor they made for nina west wolf's ridge has created a beer called Rogi biv it's a kolsch it's infused with rhubarb lemon and vanilla it's going to be tapped uh tomorrow june 13th so by the time you're listening to this it will have been tapped to kick off pride weekend in the tap room and then they're donating a dollar from every pint of the Rogi biv beer sold to the to nina west's foundation so that's just one of the local beer things local awesome breweries are doing with nina west the other local brewery that's doing a collab with nina west is brewdog so brewdog did a nina west collab called 11 legendary like legendary and 11 but it's 11 11 legendary the can design is super awesome brewdog put it on their instagram it is a tart wheat ale with a butterfly pea flower. So proceeds from this beer are also benefiting the Nina West Foundation. So go like local pride, go local breweries. Yeah. This, this is like some good beer. One of the reasons they, first of all, the beer sound delicious. Second of all, go eat the ice cream from Jenny's with it. Thirdly, this is like why I love Columbus just because it's so local and like everyone just wants to support everyone and we can all be winners in Columbus. Deep. <laughs> Okay, let's get into uh, upcoming events, events for the that weekend. Are happening, yeah. So this weekend is Pride. Woo! So that's exciting. So there's a ton of events going on with that. Of course, the 
there's parade. the parade on Saturday. There's drag brunch on Sunday. There's so much on. stuff we I, we can't even cover it all. I yeah, mean, I'm sure six one four has a really good page. Their whole I think Columbus Underground also has a really good write up on all the different Pride events. So go check it out. Cause but there's... basically, like downtown is the place to be. Short North, Sherman Village. It's gonna be a fun weekend. Enjoy it. Stay safe. And then there is also the Creekside Blues and Jazz Festival in Gahanna. I love Gahanna. I'm so for this. Yeah, so it is bands and jazz and food and... Yeah, there's supposedly going to be 13 bands on five different stages. It's happening from Friday through Sunday, June 15th through the 17th. Um, Supposedly over 90 hours of music. Tickets are available, available for purchase. And I think it's their 20th anniversary. Yeah, I've heard it's really fun. Like, I've heard people go there and they really like it. I didn't so. realize there was more than one jazz fest in Columbus in a year because there's the Jazz and Ribs Fest that's yeah. later on in the season. Maybe that's why I was just thinking. I was like, they have to have, like, barbecue there, right? No, this is not the Jazz and Ribs Fest. This is the Blues and Jazz Fest. So don't get I your fest. I feel like there's still going to be up. some sort of barbecue food truck there. So. Speaking of fests, one of the, you know, Columbus favorites is Comfest. Comfest. Have you heard the drama? the drama dun, 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 dun. their insurance won't cover the certain band yeah and something's happening there was it sounds confusing i read the article and like the headline made it seem like it was a big deal a big problem but it's really it sounds like it's just their insurance for some reason won't cover your a metal band like that oh yeah you gotta watch out for those metal bands because like <laughs> as much as people love them problems. sometimes people get hurt mosh pits are scary guys where you're protective gear okay so if you're like stressed out by confess and mosh pits and whatever like what what's a good relaxing activity that's happening in columbus to help um, you get away from it well it's happening a lot in columbus but we have segway tours now so oh we've officially gosh. made it as a real city in case the electric scooters and the bikes and the i feel like vehicles really made and the it Ubers. as a city when you have segway tours right like i kind of want of a good city i kind of want to like be a tour guide I, I just want to go on one. Honestly, I'm, I'd probably need to take a tour first. Segway tour. But they do two different tours. So there's the River and Bridges tour That's where they so go pretty. like over the river, kind of like into Franklinton. Not super into it. Just like just <laughs> just the tip. Franklinton and kind of by Kosai and stuff. And then yeah. they do one that's just like, you know, short north, downtown, nationwide arena, that sort of stuff. That's so cool. So it sounds fun. So if I ever see a Groupon for it, I'm totally going because... 59 bucks is a little steep for me, but... Hey, maybe if your, like, parents come to town or... Yeah. <laughs> maybe I can get my parents to take me on a I feel like that's a great... Like, parents would love this Segway tour. Yeah, if my parents hadn't been to Columbus so many times in the past... Yeah, like, or, like, maybe, or you know, years. your friend from out of town comes to visit and you want to splurge for the weekend. Yeah, we're going to go on a Segway tour. But, I mean, people should be visiting because there's an article that Ohio ranks as one of the most fun states to visit in America. Did That's, you read this? I I live here, so I don't even need to read it. I, I can testify. Oh, I love Ohio. Wallet Hub ranked Ohio as the number 13 most fun state to go to in the country. So we made the top 15. Yeah. Um, California was number one florida was number two really um, shocker pennsylvania ranked as number eight i don't know how pennsylvania got well i guess philadelphia no but but like no because I, I pittsburgh is so once, cool Pits- and okay it's, it's not fun no but pittsburgh is awesome shout out pittsburgh to, shout out to our neighbor awesome. pittsburgh. i do love the berg ohio is, is cool though ohio is cool michigan yeah. res number 18 so we beat michigan again of course what is that eight now 
Yeah, eight no would be Michigan in this list. Um, and Kentucky and Indiana were like towards the bottom of the list. And West Virginia was last, which I don't understand because I've been to West Virginia multiple times and I've had a blast. Maybe it's just like who you go with. You well, know? it's ranked on the number of restaurants, movie theaters, and golf courses. Okay, who's creating this list? Like Wallet Hub. Grandpa? <laughs> best places to take I your mean, grandpa on vacation yeah ohio would be ranked up there i could see old people what is loving. it restaurants movie theaters and golf courses yeah. you're forgetting like, like breweries and like concert venues yeah and, like, i think local there's, sports. there's other stuff too but like just the fact that that's what they were ranked off of interesting is interesting like, but just stuff happening go ohio ranking in one of the proud most of fun you. states to visit in the whole United States of America. I have some other stuff happening coming up. So the if you didn't get enough art at the Columbus Arts Fest, the Easton Art Affair is coming up soon. That's Ooh, always fun. I like that name. Yeah, that's what that's what they're calling it on this website anyway. Um, it's happening from the twenty first to the twenty third. So I think that's like a couple weeks out. Yeah, that's next weekend. Right. Already, it's next weekend. Yeah. Well, I know. I just realized that today, too. That's kind of crazy. Nuts. June is flying by. I think that also Easton does a lot of events, and I haven't heard any music from them. So Easton also does um, Sounds on the Town, which is back. So it's free music um, at Easton Town Center. It started June 5th, so I think last week. And the last one is the last weekend of August. But if you are, like, looking for something fun to do and, you know, want to bring your friends somewhere, Sounds on the Town happens every Wednesday at Easton Town Center. But it is not happening currently. today. I'm probably not. It's pouring. it's pouring rain because there's weather in happening. Columbus. It was crazy. It was sunny this morning, Laura, and now it's rainy. You know, I think this sounds like B-roll to me. This is end credits. I think if you've made it this far, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. Subscribe. We hope in tell this a amount friend, of time, you have follow us on followed us media. on social media. That's all we and can really ask of you. Businesses. Support your local businesses because they support you. And you know, in the end of the day, that's what it's all about. Go Bucks.